thank everybody for coming out today. Uh, thank you for joining me at this impromptu press conference. Um, I've been thinking a lot over the last few days and uh, come to a decision over the last few hours or so um, that I wanted to share with everybody, uh, excuse me, with everybody. And um, it regrets me to say this, but um, I quit. I am done. I'm not doing this no more. I'm sick and tired of being the president of the Los Angeles Lakers. I can't handle it no more. I can't be myself. They won't even allow me to talk to people. I talk to players and I get fined. I tweet out somebody's name, I get fined. I believe the other day I was watching Westbrook put up the 2020-20 game and I swore I got a message from the league office in the mail. I think I got fined. I'm not feeling this no more. What else can I do for y'all? I brought you the king. Somebody finally punched James Harden for you. You all wanted to come and have a party at the Staples Center. I brought Lance Stevenson and he made him dance. I can't do it no more. Y'all inappreciative and I quit. Insert mic drop. Peace. Roethlisberger pulls it back, throws, has Juju Smith-Schuster. What a start to the night. One play, bang, touchdown Steelers. And the Bears have it. It's a fumble and a takeaway. Eddie Jackson going the other way for the Chicago touchdown. Balls Don't Lie Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N Anton. I am flying solo, so we are talking Lakers talk today. And oh boy, what a bomb that was dropped last night by your boy, Magic Johnson. Oh boy. Rather unbelievable, but before we get into all that, like always, please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, definitely would love to hear what you have to say about this uh, bombshell of a news piece that we got last night uh, by Magic Johnson. And uh, with that being said, Let's kind of get into it. <laughs> so last night, um, the world was uh, delivered a <laughs> a rather heavy news headline. Um, Magic Johnson steps down as uh, president of operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> wow. Where do you start? First of all, <clears throat> it was hella impromptu. So it was almost like uh, <laughs> he was driving to the arena. And I was like, man, I don't want to do this no more. I'm about to call up this quick, this quick press conference and let everybody know. Magic told nobody. 
He didn't even tell Jeannie Buss that he was quitting. <laughs> Not a soul knew. That's crazy. That's just, that's absolutely bananas. And then to delve into the actual uh, press conference. No, I didn't watch all 43 minutes of it. I got bits and pieces of it. But overall, his reasoning, um, saying he wanted to get back to the old magic, um, being able to be free, be himself, be out and talk to the people, help who he wants to help, um, you know, not be so handcuffed by the job uh, as president of operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I understand that. I absolutely do. When you actually know the type of person magic is, first of all, he's a talker. He's just a talker in general. (laughs) He likes to talk. You know, everybody says he steps in the building. He lights up the room. He's the, he's the, he's the centerpiece of every place that he goes, you know? So being that type of person and then stepping into a job that can, can, uh, how do you say, really puts handcuffs on you. You, you really can't be free. As you know, he's been linked to all type of tampering. He's received so many fines for stuff that he did and some things that he really didn't do. You know, I think the Ben Simmons thing, he got a fine for, and it really wasn't his fault, you know. Uh, did he? I think he got a, a fine for the the Paul George. Yeah, Paul George, which he was blatant about. <clears throat> so, I guess for rule's sake, yes, he deserved that one. But j- just being the type of person he is, you know, really the job doesn't suit his personality. The other thing is, being the president of operations. I don't know all that that job entails, but from what I'm hearing is entails a lot more stuff than Magic was really willing to do on a day-to-day basis. I know he was uh, he was often unavailable <laughs> during office hours. He wouldn't be around the facility a lot. He didn't come to a lot of games. And to be the president of the, you know, organization... That's something you probably should do, especially when your team is so high profile. You just acquired LeBron James and you're expected to do, you know, something pretty major. And you're kind of not as hands on as you need to be for things to run smoothly. But it's all it's still all a shock. Um me personally, with all that being said, this is actually a good thing that this happened because you actually do want somebody who's very hands-on when you're talking about that job title. You want somebody who's going to be there every day or at least every day he can and operating business as usual. Fulfilling the job's requirements. If Magic wasn't doing that, I applaud him for stepping down. 
like I said, I don't know this. I don't know the job, you know, the job ins and outs like that. I'm just a fan. I'm a fan of magic, but we've seen that magic is not very good at uh, <laughs> things outside of being on the court when you're talking about direct relations to the sport. You know, obviously he's a very successful businessman and his charm and his smile and his uh, social ability and thing like things like that have fared very well in business. But when you're talking about basketball operations, mm, not so much if you're not willing to put in all the other pieces of work to fulfill the requirements of that job. Can't just be a a, a, a big smile <laughs> and hope everything runs well. You know, he even had a hand in in coaching a while back with it, which ended pretty badly. I think he only coached for one year and that didn't go over so well. And it seems to be a trend that great players don't make great coaches or GMs or stuff like that. It's only been a very, very few of them um, that have succeeded pretty well. The rest have been lower tiered players. You know, your Steve Kerr's, your Phil Jackson's, um, your Mark Jackson's, um, you know, players like that who've been successful in other roles in the NBA. Kevin McHale, he's been pretty decent, I believe. He's probably the only one I could think of. Michael Jordan has had his fair share of issues of building the Wizards. I mean, not the Wizards. Uh, Charlotte, excuse me. And I don't know if it, it works, especially the type of, you know, I don't know. Just great players think they know it all because they actually played the game <laughs> at a high level. You think you know what it takes to win. And yeah, it just doesn't work out. I don't know. Maybe it will one day, but it just doesn't. I don't know what it is. But <clears throat> yeah, just overall crazy crazy situation I still find it hard to believe that that happened it just oh my goodness I can't believe it that he really stepped down after two is it two seasons yeah after two full seasons yes he stepped down he says the organization is on the right path you can say that because you got LeBron and you have a few other pieces. So I, I lightweight agree with him. You don't have any bad contracts, but you're still taking a step back by stepping down. Obviously, it's another position to be filled. Uh, possibly a lot more if you include uh, Rob Palenka, who we still don't know. If he's going to retain his position, being that he was paired with Magic, um, courtesy of Jeannie Buss, <clears throat> I don't know if he's going to stay in his position. Uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope they just go ahead and clear house, at least from those that standpoint, uh, GM and obviously the president. 
And then he also said, uh, I believe that Luke Walton was pretty much out the door, but he really didn't have the heart to fire him uh, due to Jeannie's bus, Jeannie Buss's love for Luke. So that's another job that possibly may be getting refilled, which was well on his way of getting refilled until this just happened. I heard somebody say that all the coaching staff was ready and anticipating being fired at the conclusion of their last regular season game yesterday evening. And then this news come out and now they're really all in limbo. Like, uh, we have no idea what's going on, you know? So there's a lot of decisions to be made a lot I do not envy Jeannie Buss. She has a lot of things to do. And then when you do bring in all those upper management jobs and get those filled, now you have all the players you have on one-year contracts, um, all the the talk of bringing in another star and rebuilding. It's like it's so many decisions to be made with the Lakers. So I understand that we're in the right direction, but a few steps has been taken back. Hopefully those steps are being sacrificed to take even more forward because as a fan, I hate that we're not in the playoffs right now. I hate it, especially with all the anticipation of this year coming. Can't tell you if I've ever been as hyped as I was for the Lakers season to start. I've I've really never been that hyped before for any team. Never. And for it to go down the way it did this year, mm, so bad. So bad. So bad. Um... I guess that's all I want to talk about as far as magic, just because it's just so fresh. So I'm sure over the next couple of days, um, things will start trickling out um, <clears throat> due to this. And you, I want to hear what Jeannie Buss has to say. Uh, hear if there's any other things that may have caused this uh, decision to be made by magic. Um, <clears throat> see what happens. See if Rob Palenka sticks to it sticks to his position or does he uh fade away like Michael Jordan's jump shot um there's so much so much going on with the Lakers we could probably talk for days on just <laughs> just that stuff but uh I'm gonna leave the magic thing alone for now and uh when we come back I want to talk about um some of the changes. Uh, I look forward to seeing over the summertime, plus um, a few bright things for the for the Lakers fans to uh, actually appreciate and look forward to, assuming other things don't change. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, yeah, we'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. And uh, let's talk about some good things that possibly could come out of this this summer, this up-and-coming summer. 
Uh, we'll start by uh, the draft. Now, we're not sure, obviously, where we're picking at this point. Um, last time I checked, we have a 3% chance of becoming the number one pick. Which is not very good. It's not. It's not very good that we have that. But still, there is a chance we could land another top flight college player this offseason. Or at least have a bargaining chip in a trade. So it's not out of the realms that we could become a one, a two, or three slot pick in the first round. Which would be awesome. Very good start to the summer. Secondly, Lonzo. Everybody's still down on Lonzo somewhat, unless you're actually a Lakers fan and you actually recognize the impact that Lonzo Ball actually has on the team. You recognize that the team was much better with him in the lineup. Uh offensively and especially defensively the team's rating on defenses light years apart without Lonzo in the lineup so Lonzo's value is very high now he started the year slow and that's where I get to my bright point this is going to be the first offseason that Lonzo has to work on his game without being hurt. Currently, he's still nursing an ankle injury, but once that's done, he actually has a full summer to work on his game. Last year, he was hurt the entire offseason and didn't get cleared until near either the preseason or right before the regular season. I can't remember. I know he didn't play the first few games or he was coming off the bench. I think so, but... This is the first time that Lonzo actually gets to work on his game. So his jump shot, you know, free throws, catch and shoot, coming off of, you know, screens. He's obviously a very instinctual defensive player. So that's not really something, you know, I mean, you obviously work on it, but it's just something that comes natural to him. That in passing, that's what he does. But working on that ugly jump shot. <laughs> Working on that ugly jump shot and free throw is imperative. Because if he had those, nobody could say anything bad about him. He's already an asset to the team, but he could be an extremely important asset slash close to an all-star player if he had the jump shot to go with. I wouldn't even say jump shot nowadays that but being able to finish around the rim also just overall offense <clears throat> but having an entire offseason to work and play basketball and never get out of rhythm that will serve him wonders I believe now the caveat to that is <laughs> will he be on the team <laughs> next year like I said, there's a lot of decisions to be made in the quest to get a star player, quote unquote, star player. Nobody on our team is off limits to being traded. 
So we'll see. I hope they keep Lonzo, but we'll see. Only way I hope they, if they do get rid of him, I want a, a star point guard to replace him. Otherwise, don't. Just don't do it. I don't even know if I want him over Kimba, even though Kimba is a beast. Doesn't give you that defensive presence, but he'll stroke you to death, step back on you, take you to the rack, do all the the new age point guardian stuff. So we'll see though. No tell no telling what's going on there. Uh another thing is LeBron. LeBron is currently still nursing that little hammy ham, uh, not hammy ham, but uh uh groin groin injury. <laughs> but this is the first offseason that LeBron has had off in 15 years. You have an aging superstar. He needs this rest, y'all. He needs it. Trust me on this. He needs his rest. It's going to serve him wonders next year. Believe that. Obviously, I wanted them to go to the playoffs. But for them to go as an eighth seed and run into Golden State would have did nothing for them. Going to the playoffs, nursing a, a groin injury, trying to go hard, only can be a setback when you're talking about playing against the A1 of the A1 teams, knowing you're going to lose. Yeah. Now, if he was healthy, I would be, I won't say, confident but I'll be somewhat optimistic that they that they at least will put up a fight against Golden State if it was this, the mid-season team you know the four seed team <laughs> before everything fell apart but to go in the offseason knowing you're going to lose that's nah, not worth it let that man rest let him rest He'll come back much better, much, much more refreshed and ready to go. That's what I'm hoping. LeBron, don't prove me wrong now. Do not prove me wrong. He played a hundred and some games last year. This year, you got 50 something in. Get an extra three months off. Oh, no, extra three. See what it goes into June. So you get an extra two months off this year. Make it count. That's all I can say about that. Make it count. And uh, last thing I'll say, and I won't get into this too much because I'll have other shows on it, but filling all these roles that need to be filled, you're talking top down. When you're talking about the top, obviously you want somebody Who's um, what do you say? Mm. The Lakers like to keep it homegrown first and foremost. They like people who's been affiliated with the Lakers. Don't stick to that mo. And if you do, at least canvas canvas the entire landscape and do your due diligence before you pick somebody who's been affiliated with the Lakers before, just to make sure they're a homer. Don't do that. Come on now. 
Magic, he was a homer, of course. Palenka, he's a homer. He's Kobe's former agent or whatever. Come on. At least do your due diligence on everybody. Make sure somebody who knows the new NBA and not living off the glory days and know how it used to be. Okay. Uh, Coach wise, same thing. If they're, you know, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a big name. It just doesn't. They say it's somebody that LeBron has to respect. And I'm sure he's going to have somewhat of a, a say so in this. Maybe. But get somebody who just knows what they're talking about. Somebody who's aware of how things run now. You can't live in the past no more. Everybody is caught up to the age, the new age basketball. And you somewhat got to, you kind of got to get in that lane. Can't really go completely against the grain, which I, when they started the season, I agreed with their philosophy. You can't beat the Warriors by trying to be the Warriors. You have to kind of be the anti-Warriors to beat them. But that didn't work. (laughs) It didn't work. Uh, Excuse me. Maybe it would have if things, you know, shook out better as far as the injury front, but that didn't work. We obviously need more shooters. So that brings me to my next point. Please do not kill the entire team just trying to Fulfill the promise that you already made. Getting another star. Do not decimate the team just to get another star. Listen, this is a team sport. You can put LeBron on the court with whoever you want. KD, AD, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi. Doesn't matter. If the rest of the team is but, your team is going to be but. The Lakers have a lot of good players. They do. Yeah, yeah, keyword good. Kuzma's good. Ingram is good. Lonzo is good. LeBron is great. We got a lot of good players, but we need Players that fit. We need a lot of players that just fit. That surround the surround your good players with perfect role players. Don't decimate the team for a star. Please don't. And I'm going to leave it there because there's, there's many. Uh, I don't know if there are many, but there's players that's going to be on the market that we need to talk about at another time. Please don't decimate the team. Don't. And with that said, I'm going to leave it there. I don't want this to be a long podcast. Uh, Regular Steven is not here. I'm sure he has an opinion on all this. Uh, He'll be dropping a solo show probably soon. Um, I also, I'm going to do another thing that's not sports related. The world is going to go crazy starting April 26th with the release of Avengers Endgame. And I want to do a few podcasts talking about the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
I love it. Millions of people love it. I want to talk about it. I just want to talk about it. So I'm going to do um, a show just directly talking about kind of the cinematic events that's happened throughout the MCU. I want to do a top. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do five or top 10 uh, MCU movies. And I'm going to do top five or 10 MCU characters that I like. And uh, we'll see what happens. I also, you know, during just talking about the cinematic events, we'll kind of forecast and maybe guess on what could transpire in the end game and what could result from end game. So I think it'll be fun. I think so. But we'll end it here. Like always, please follow us on Twitter at balls. Don't lie pod. That is balls with a Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, Let me know what you think about the Lakers. Also, let me know what you think about the MCU. I would love to hear if you have theories or your favorite characters, your favorite movies. I would love to hear it. And uh, we'll talk about it. And with that said, like always, regular Steven, what do the balls say? Captain America, he never lies, you know, the balls don't lie, for sure, neither do I, uh-huh. and neither does this guy, you better know that, I holler.